Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about us redheads, aka freaks of nature. We're going to go through some historical, sociological, but also genetic and scientific reasons why redheads are freaking weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, for the record, not a redhead. Not that it matters, but I just you said us redheads. And I was like, I don't want people to think I'm pretending to be a redhead. Us redheads (laughs) as in me and the collective us who are absolute redheads. Um, It's interesting because I'm... I mean, we'll talk more about red hair, but you have blondish hair, but your beard so clearly is red. So you know what? We're going to get into the genetics of it. I think I'm strawberry blonde. Oh, and I'll explain okay. exactly what that means from a dominant recessive case of my parents' alleles. Um, but outside that, how's it going? Good. I forgot. <laughs> I thought we should do a little update just quickly, but Mitch did go to the beach. Oh, and he liked it. <laughs> I did. Mitch went to the beach and he oh liked my it. Oh, God. Yeah, we need a sound effect. That's just like, what's the sound effect? Oh, it's uh, I mean, birds chirping. It's, that's what the beach sounded like. There was beach, there was birds at the beach. Um, it was great. It was not too hot, and the water was nice and warm. That's my biggest caveat: is when it's like so hot, but you the water's so cold that I can't get in. So I had a great time. You taught me a great perspective of just like being able to enjoy it. I had a great day. Bada boom, bada bing. I'm I'm Italian. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> We're watching Sopranos. It. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be able to get to go uh, one or two more times. Before we the probably year won't. Fall's coming. Like, Seasons change. Actually, I know already. I'm like, it's freezing outside. So why does well, it happen so fast? <laughs> I know. Well, life in gens. Why does life so happen so fast? <laughs> That's a thing. Okay. Let's get into what did we learn thine week. Oh, what did we learn this week? Should I change that jingle? So what did we learn thine week? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do this for mine. Because mine's about wow, birds. That's the sound effect of the day. <laughs> I'm like, is I, it birds? I'm like, shit, are those insects? <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing okay. etymology, Classic not ornithology. Birds. But I am an ornithologist. Kidding. I just started birding for a year because we've been in a pandemic and I needed to do something. But <laughs> so therefore, I've literally become obsessed with birds. Like, it's so weird to just have this shift in my life. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm reading my science journals, my science news and there's a bird thing i'm like here we go (laughs) and so they found out recently that sulfur crested cockatoos crested like sulfur crested as in the color of like their crest oh what is sulfur sulfur? it's like i mean i know what sulfor is but i didn't know what color that would be yeah it's like an orangey yellow oh cool yeah like when you for some reason i thought it would be red i used to play with used to play with sulfur i would use (laughs) sulfur when i was teaching high school science and now i'm like 
Okay, you're smart. <laughs> no, what, what do you mean? I mean, like, I didn't ever do that. Yeah, I wasn't no, I'm a like, teacher. I don't have two degrees. Okay, get over yourself. Okay, well, <laughs> I just was like, I'm pretty sure that it was yellow orange, and these cockatoos' crests are orange. <laughs> Anyways, they're birds that um, live in Australia, and they did this study in Sydney that proved that from a sociological perspective, they teach each other how to open trash cans. So. It's so cool. They have all these videos of them using their beaks to swing open trash cans and just like go ham and eat all the Whoa. garbage. Like they, they communicate. You mean like they pass they down teach. this information yeah. on how to open garbage bins? Yeah. So they got a bunch of people to film their garbage mm-hmm. cans in different neighborhoods throughout Sydney. And there were like all there's, you can watch them and there's really cute videos of like a bird literally like they're all around it watching <laughs> as it like shows it and closes it and shows what? it. And then they show that the spread of the opening of the garbage cans moved from like this one neighborhood throughout Sydney over time <laughs> as they taught each other this behavior. Wow. And it's like, Blue tits, which is another great name for a bird. <laughs> That's a bird, by the way, but blue tits. It's like, come on, what the hell? Obviously, we're all thinking of blue tits. Yeah. <laughs> they can open metal caps on milk on the front porches of England. Like when people used to put milk. Metal caps? Like, oh, on milk. glass jars. Yeah. So they would like, it's like birds have. Wow. I can barely do that. I know. <laughs> you know when you're like. Imagine. Craig, can you open this pickle jar for me? <laughs> yeah. I can't open a jar, put it outside like a sparrow does it. But anyways, they it's just all these birds who are A, adapting so to live in smart. urban environments. B, are teaching each other. Their birds are so freaking cool. Never walk down the street without looking at one and saying, namaste, we love thine. That I love that because there is evidence of, you know, different like monkeys or apes doing similar stuff. And oftentimes that's like what why humans are classified as being dominant or better because we can like pass on knowledge and information but more and more there's these other species that pop up they're like oh yeah they share information too like yeah they communicate and pass down things not just genetically but actually through action it's also so funny because we're like humans apes smart. are so smart to have information <laughs> then it's like no everyone like it, people aren't getting the vaccine <laughs> you know what i mean it's like it's like oh yeah you're really smart like there's information and then you manage to just listen to the information that isn't actually <laughs> we just look in the cockatoos are like yeah we have our own vaccine and we all got it i'm pretty sure any cockatoo would be like give me the vaccine oh it's gonna save my life give me the vaccine oh i'm gonna stop the pandemic like do you know what i mean it's like every other animal on this planet will get the vaccine anyway when i was in australia there really are so many cockatoos um it's really cool cockatoos wallabies bats it's a really great place really cool also uh, when, sydney, yeah right? that's where you said it yeah was. when yeah. we were in sydney we walked by that park and it was like the bats are foxes mm-hmm. like they're huge. they're huge they're foxes with wings and it was so weird because we were just like walking to a dinner and I was like, we have to stop. But everyone there was Australian and they were like, why? And it was like, it's like sometimes boxes in the air. I remember once I was in Norway and I saw all these East Asian tourists freaking out about the seagulls. And I was like, wait, what? Like, are there not seagulls in like East Asia? Or I like, I think they were from China, but I wasn't sure. And it's kind of like I've also seen people take tons of photos of squirrels yeah. like at Niagara Falls. I'm like, so I was freaking out about these fox bats, but everyone right. in Australia was just like, the That's hell? But I'm like, that the most is thing. obviously amazing. <laughs> uh, okay, I really like mine today. My question for you to prompt my study is, do you ever feel like you choke under pressure? Oh my God, I have an amazing story about this. Can I say it? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yes, I choke under pressure. I always think about this when I watch Drag Race. I'm like, boring, shitty, bad lip sync. But I'm like, if I ever went up there, like Celine Dion would start and I'd be like, and she'd be there watching. Yeah, I would probably just barf on my gown. But I was 
because I was gay and worked at a camp, they were like, you're head of theater. Never done theater in my freaking life. Like, I was like, I'm so good at kayaking and canoeing. This is homophobia. Put the gay guy in the arts part. Literally, like, had an arts across. Greg, I'm like, I've never glued anything. I love to kayak. But anyways, so I was in charge of, like, the musical theater program. And I remember we were doing Annie and these kids were, they were actually so good. And I really loved dancing. So I was able to, like, kind of choreograph this routine. And there was this really, like, epic part where I was going to come in as like Miss Hannigan and give them all plates and they like use the plates to like smack the ground and smack as each part other. of their choreo yeah it was like so legit so cool like, <laughs> like I was you made so that or excited. were you copying the choreo from the movie or something is it from the movie oh I don't know I know it was like all like we had access that? to was like okay. plates like so the that plates was like at, part of your choreo prop yeah and the plates at camp are like made of this like Malmac that like doesn't break. Like okay. the whole point of them is like we could sh- like <laughs> mess them around. And people don't really care about them. Whereas like other props we couldn't use. It was so freaking cool. The night of the performance, the kids were like so excited. I was like, these are my little gals. Let's do this. And it was like, it came time where I come out with the plates. I completely choked. I forgot the plates. I walked out and was like, hey there, kids. Like with a wig, I was like, Miss Hannigan. And they all looked at me and I just like mimicked giving them plates. And then I just, the silence of the like lack of hitting the ground and lack of hitting each other. And they were all just like, they were, I was so sad. I was like, oh, I choked. I fully choked. so brutal. I can just picture that like absolutely silent dance. Yeah, like where they like cut, like the music kind of cut because it was like, we were like filling in the music with the thing and it was just like silent like like this as the freaking oh my god it was the worst but after it was really cute i was like i was like girls this is a learning moment about perfection it's okay we all have our like i was just like trying to like they're like no you're an idiot yeah you ruined our performance there were really really cute girls who were like so into the whole thing and were laughing at me so hard and there were literally two girls who were like you choked (laughs) oh my god so yes okay so you can choke because in general i feel like you don't cave as much under pressure as I do, but maybe it's just different spaces. I feel like I do. Because I feel like I get really in my head. So yeah. anyway, previous studies have shown that humans are known to perform well when the reward is high. So from low to high, people get better and better if the reward's higher. But paradoxically, paradoxically, when stakes are really high, people choke and they perform really bad. Okay, yeah, so like true. The higher the, stake, the higher the reward gets, the better you generally perform until a yeah. certain point when you cave and you can't because the yeah, stakes are just that's, so high. I was thinking about that with the, uh, the Canadian election when we recorded this, which was last night, and they were going over how it was like the one English-speaking election, the stakes were so mm-hmm. high, and I was like, it seemed like everyone choked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically the study was looking at, is this an evolutionary trait? They wanted to test it in monkeys to see if monkeys also choke. Uh, they basically used rhesus monkeys. Oh, they were given God. a task uh, where the rewards were small, medium, large, and then jackpot, which was like 10 times bigger food reward than the large one was. Um, and so their success rates improved every time the reward got bigger, except when they hit the jackpot, their success rates fell by up to 25%. They literally choked. They literally choked. So what was, choked. do you know what the jackpot was? Or it was just saying More food. Like, I think they were, bananas. they were doing some kind of reaction um, test on a screen where they had to tap things in a certain amount of time, I think. And if they did it successfully, they were taught that they would get a reward and then they would always know the reward before they got it. Like they'd be shown oh the reward. So I think it was just more food. Like it was like so much that they were so excited. <laughs> so literally monkeys choke. Um, and they found that it was a combination actually of the reward being rare and huge. 
So not only was it big, but they during this game they would play with them. The the big reward would only come every so often. It's so cute. Like I am. Like humans are adorable little animals. Because like thinking of a monkey. We are monkeys. Yeah, think of a monkey getting such a huge rare reward and just being like, oh my god, and yeah, choking. And I'm like brain That's... like overthinking and just like freaking out and not being able to perform anymore. It's what we do. It's adorable. We're so I we're so simple. We're so simple. And in the study, the effect did not go away it was so strong even when the monkeys had practice so even when they did it for a long time every time the jackpot came along they would they would their performance would decrease oh so it just God, goes to show so like cute. don't put so much pressure on yourself like it's really hard and you're not. just a monkey <laughs> you're just a monkey we're all just <laughs> dumb little monkeys also they were rhesus monkeys so after this we probably gave them covid and tested vaccines true on. i thought you were gonna say <laughs> rhesus pieces was the reward <laughs> no <laughs> but like honestly for me that would make me choke i yeah. love a rhesus pieces it's my favorite <laughs> If anyone's wondering, feel free to send us Reese's. Oh my god! Actually, ew. like, no. Hashtag not Don't sponsored. Send us food. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups <laughs> are amazing. That's true. They're so good. Okay, now let's get into some real ads that people paid for. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We constantly talk about how much therapy and BetterHelp has helped us. Essentially go to therapy more easily from home, especially during the pandemic. And if you're ever feeling right now like lonely or like things that used to be fun aren't fun, BetterHelp is there to assess you and your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. The canceling is done securely online and is available worldwide. Available worldwide. Not only can you schedule weekly video or phone sessions, skipping long commutes, waiting rooms, putting your mask on, taking your mask off, actually probably just leaving your mask on, <laughs> but you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. BetterHelp lets you change counselors at any time, so you'll always have a great therapeutic match, and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling with financial aid available. Just head to betterhelp.com slash side note to get 10% off of your first month and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash side note for 10% off your first month. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Red hair, don't care. <laughs> it's fucking what's what's a song? What's a, what? <laughs> what's a song from Annie? Oh, like it's a hard knock Not life. For oh us. my god, I just talked about Annie. What is wrong with me? That's a, that's what we were performing. I was Miss Hannigan. I can't believe I didn't wow. make the connection between Annie. 
and red hair and red outfit famously <laughs> wait she had oh she had like a cute little red dress didn't she <sighs> i don't know anything about anything i'm not a fan of annie i'll be honest but um oh wow <laughs> i mean not because of her red hair just because i don't love it love it as much oh so as you hate redheads <laughs> interesting you only like it because kanye west put it in a song yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so let's have a we're gonna talk about the science of red hair and jeans but i'm curious greg as mm-hmm. you can see if you're watching the video He's got a very, very red beard. <laughs> How does it feel to be to be a th- to mean, be a redhead? You call yourself strawberry blonde. Well, okay, it's very interesting as a, as a, as a, for my identity. This this <laughs> this this is your trauma. This is your what do you say? Like you're a minority in some yeah. ways. <laughs> oh my god, I am underprivileged white man redhead. <laughs> but it was really cool to learn about honestly red hair from a genetic perspective because I don't really think that often about how I'm a redhead recently I was like on the beach and someone was like oh yeah like when I like when they they recognized me from ASAP science and the way they described was like oh I could see the red hair from across the beach oh really yeah and I was like wait I didn't want to be like um I actually don't know right here but I do my beard but I'm strawberry blonde like I didn't want to like but it was just like whoa like they were just like that was what was the thing and I was like it could have also been the fact that links to pasty ass white skin (laughs) but it was interesting so like red hair it's, it's caused by a recessive gene called the MCR1 gene, which essentially all genes, as we know, or maybe you'll just find out right now, <laughs> they, co- <laughs> they code for proteins. So the MCR1 gene codes for the MCR1 protein. So it's a protein that's in our melanocytes, ours as in redheads, people with my white ass skin. We all have melanocytes and those cells, which are in the basal membrane of your skin, the M. CR1 receptors are proteins on the outside of melanocytes and they do being skin cells. Yeah. Pardon? Melanocytes being like skin cells? Well, or oh, just they're actually more than not just that. skin cells. They're cells in your skin, in the basal okay. membrane of your skin. Okay. Yeah. Inter- that's an interesting question. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> but they create and produce proteins, but they also, you know, produce melanin and they, uh, two types of melanin. Uh, and they actually, control the color of your hair so that's why you get red hair like it's all because of these specific Mm. cells and these uh specific cells and these specific proteins come from genes and it's those genes that are the recessive gene that you hear a lot about with red hair right so it's kind of interesting because you're like yeah like having red hair which is like obviously like an identity that people have is only due to this like not that many genes and not that many proteins they're just the ones that control the pigment in your skin and your hair color yeah, it's like sense. weird. But I know. It, I just like thought it'd be like, like more con- not controversy, but some debate around it just being. What What was I reading about? Now I didn't. I knew you were gonna kind of do the genetic side of it, but it was like the, it's not just one specific thing. Like it's not so simple as to know. Like I think they found red hair in Neanderthals, but it was coming from something yeah. else. Yeah, you it's, know what I mean. It's like true. it's not just this one gene that turns on. It's so off. funny because that's like accounts for eighty percent or something like that. Yeah, like MCR one 
genes, like you can say melanocortin one receptor if you want to say it, is like this. <laughs> no heavily, one wants to say that. It's <laughs> <laughs> the heavily studied. It's the one that we'll talk about most today. It's the most obvious from a biochemical perspective that scientists get. But you're right. At the end of every study, it's like there's a lot more complexity. Like it's genetics. Right. Like, oh, my God. It's not a little bit off topic, but we're going to talk about it now. What is it? So I'm like reading this like amazing article about this genius female scientist who's like essentially treading water between the political left and the political right because she... Where is she from? She's from Texas. Okay. Um, But okay, so it's like when we think of genes, um, there's been some awful history like with science and eugenics, eugenics. And the right a lot of the time likes to use this like genetic predisposition as to like like for white supremacy or like to be like people are poor because they're right. actually like worse at like reading and it's genetic. It has yeah. nothing to do with like social, like your upbringing. It's yeah. like, and then it's more on the left where people are like, uh, no, it's like if you come from pro- poverty, like if you right. like the impact of like, yes. the social impact or even epigenetic impact of exactly experience. So obviously like this woman is trying to now say like both are true. And if we look scientifically, we can actually get somewhere. And if we think in these binary ways, we're never going to get somewhere with science. Mm. And what they've started to do is look at large swaths of genes as opposed to like just one gene, which we're going to talk about today and start to make predictions about how much of your like depression or aggression or like, personality traits are linked to genes within your own communities and it's like so interesting because she's like people on the left are mad at her for even trying people on the right are mad at her because she's actually saying like you can't just say like the things you're saying that are not scientific like you have to be like a person like a white person in britain like might have aggression because of like these swaths of genes that we're able to study Hmm. so it's like it's just so interesting it's a bit of a like I mean, like it's it, it is interesting, and obviously it's it it's just a sensitive area to talk about yeah. because it can. It's easy to talk about when we're talking about like other species or animals, and we go like, okay, like their genetic behavior, yeah, health or their <laughs> genetics end up defining parts about them. We'll like drag humans, rats to the yeah core of the world. We'll be like that rat. And aggressive. so I think on the surface, even people who are really progressive. No, like, of course, our genes, like, we can't choose the color of our eyes. That is just genetic. Maybe there's levels of epigenetics when you're in a mother's womb or something like that. But obviously, elements of human life are defined by genetics. Elements of all life are defined by genetics. I but it's so it's interesting. Just, it's just... It, it's so much more than that. But, like, but, we, okay, wait. Eye color is so interesting because it's like the genetics rate the color of your eyes. And she would not argue that the color of your eyes will have social implications mm. right like if there's if there are standards of beauty that are blonde hair blue eyes you're mm. now reaping the benefits of the privilege of that and she would never argue that but she's like it's still- that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that there is there is a level of like determinism on on like if you have this and this your eye color will be this. yeah so actually that's interesting we can get to like the punnett squares of red hair because it drinks it links directly to eye color because blue eyes are also recessive traits so, so is red hair and a recessive trait. What it means is that, for example, my mom has red hair. That means she has two 
red for the MCR one. She has two recessive, like little case R's mm -hmm. is like what I would picture of the gene. So no matter what, when she has a kid, she's going to be passing on that recessive red hair gene. Mm -hmm. Whereas my dad doesn't have red hair. So he, that means he is like heterozygote. So he has a, an uppercase R and a lowercase R. I mean, he could be homozygote, uppercase R. Oh, uppercase R, uppercase R. Yeah. No, but he couldn't because he had red haired kids. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, okay, you're right. In yeah. order for like me to have red yes. hair, Both I needed to receive... have to have at least one of the recessive yeah. genes. So it's interesting. And, yeah. So I, there yeah. was a 50-50 chance that I would have like brown hair. Yeah. But I ended up with red hair, meaning that I got the recessive gene from my dad. So my dad must have it. And like mm. he's Scottish, so it can make sense. It's really cool. Same with blue eyes. It's like red hair is a recessive gene. It's something that is more rare because of that reason. But that recessive gene is the MCR1 gene. And that's what controls all like the melanin in your skin. And the, there are two types of uh, melanin. It's pheomelanin, which is the one that red heads like produce a lot more than eumelanin. And pheomelanin leads to freckles, fair skin, tanning poorly, and like increased sensitivity to skin cancer. So it's like... Do you feel like it's a spectrum? Like, do you feel that... Because I don't picture you as... Like, there are definitely people I picture as yeah. more fair and more gender than So you, some people... Right? There are some people who think that maybe I did get a dominant R like from my dad and mm -hmm. that creates strawberry blonde. Huh. Like okay. there's, there's like, there's like, it's that there is a spectrum. Cause you, I mean, you obviously have fair skin and you do burn, but it's not <laughs> like you can't tan at all. Whereas some people, it says like they literally can't tan. I mean, it's like, it's so August and like I've literally tried and it's like, I'm still so wet. But you are, you can see, you can still see lines on your body that, yeah. that show there is a yeah. tan, even if it's not. Like and I was shocked when the guy said I was hawing red hair from across the beach. I was like, are you sure? Like, <laughs> I'm not like, maybe it was like a red face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. I feel like when I was talking about like earlier with that woman, I just like, and you brought up blue eyes. I feel like I didn't get it. And one thing I want to say about her is like, she, yeah, she's not interested in blue eyes because she's a psychologist and a geneticist. Her whole thing is like things like aggression and depression and these like murky things that right. we all deal with. Yeah. So I got what you were saying. You're like, like blue eyes. It's like, well, that's what factors, makes it. it that's what makes it like this gradient of and why people can cling to facts that support their opinions in the sense of like, of course, there are traits that we can say, look, the genes mm -hmm. literally, at least from as far as we know, defined this specific trait of a yeah. color, which is really easy to kind of track and see what happens. But other traits are probably controlled by like way more than one gene yeah, and probably interact are. in an epigenetic way where like you, the factors you're exposed to in your life can actually turn on, turn off, make you what, like you can be predisposed to being a great runner, but if you never are in the conditions to push you to run that you won't be a good runner. You know? Yeah. And like, I think the more we get into like the psychological side of things, just the more complex it gets, the more it's, Kind of like we shouldn't necessarily not shouldn't listen to anyone, but it's like we should stop pretending we really understand that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And and what was so interesting about her is that her last name's Harden. She's like super famous. Is that she was like we had the Human Genome Project. We had this moment where we saw like the complexity. But like the Human Genome Project is amazing. We were able to sequence the human genome. Mm -hmm. And she's like there were like genetic links to depression and aggression and even being gay. Like, but then she argues the left got too freaked out to continue that research mm -hmm. that we'd go down the path of eugenics, which is fair. That's scary. But she's now trying to like, in a very nuanced way, push forward by using that science. Yeah. And I that that's why the article so interesting. It's like, it's like about the right and the left and how she has to like 
tread the water yeah that's both. that's really interesting yeah. and i think it makes sense and I, and like obviously if we talk about it in the space of like homosexuality like that's obviously we can talk about this because it's like our perspective and it, it does become a question of like yes as a scientist i do think that's interesting like yeah. to know if there's a genetic component but there's another side of me that's like but why why do we need to know that yeah, yeah. because ultimately a it can be used for bad and b like why do we need to know that? Yeah, yeah. Because so that can have weird implications. But as a scientist, I am like, but don't we just want to yeah, know? Yeah, and it also don't would be nice to know. to know if I'm predisposed, <laughs> predisposed to depression. Because right. it can ha- maybe help you be like, I'm going to go to medication more quickly than not. Because I'm like, it is actually something in my genes as opposed to like a time in my life or something. Sure, but it's like, then someone can say, oh, well, if depression is a disorder, then maybe homosexuality is a disorder that needs to be treated with drugs as well. Okay, yeah, the homosexuality one's so scary. It's like, okay, no. That's all. That's why I think people get a little bit defensive when they're like, let's be careful because there are like sort of bad players. But you know who are are bad players and freaks? Us redheads. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the redheads. Wait, can I give you some facts? Yeah, like about, we are freaks of nature though. That's what this podcast is called. We are. you feel like a freak of nature? Have you ever Okay, when I started reading all these studies about pain, <laughs> I did because it's like I don't feel pain. Yeah, you that can't just be your redheadness. It's a link to red hair. Greg, no word of a lie, feels zero pain. No, I do feel pain. <laughs> do your Certainly thoughts don't and feel then emotional I'm explain, pain. I'm going to explain how genetically my red hair MC. One, our gene is the reason I don't feel pain, but you continue. About you? Yeah, I can prove it with biochemistry. I'm about to. It's my, what all my studies yeah, are. Yeah, but I have some contradictory research that we'll talk about. But oh. um, no, you, it is still very interesting and it's like a huge topic of discussion. But I was just going to say like, yeah, Greg doesn't feel pain. I feel pain. I just don't feel it like that. Much. I also am like <laughs> hypersensitive to pain. So the contrast. I have like literally looked at my legs and been like, I'm bleeding. Like I've like had like, I'm like, I think it's a bad thing and from like, an evolutionary perspective. Literally. Greg will have to like, you know, get out of bed to go pee in the middle of the night if we're in a different place and like crawl over me and fully just like, like put his arm on me and squish me. And I'm like, ow! and then he'll be like, what? I didn't even know I touched you. But then if you do the same to me, I'm just like, oh, that's a nice little t- like massage while he gets out of bed. So we're the extremes of both. Like I'm a baby when it comes to any pain uh, and you have I a also, very high tolerance. Okay. Yeah. We have to, I'm going to, I have lots to talk about with my study. You go into your stuff because I'm like, oh, well, I just wanted to say, and maybe you were staring at my fact sheet. Where do you think the most people have red hair? Oh, I was not staring. No, Greg um, always looks at my oh, little Oh, like, like Scotland, Ireland, Britain. Okay, pick one. Oh. <laughs> oh, between Scotland and Ireland? Ireland. Britain. Or Britain. Oh, wait. I- <laughs> <laughs> Prince Harry or like Sir Sharonin. Okay, maybe like like um, like um, around London. Well, where's your red hair come from, do you think? Oh, like- my mom's Ireland. Okay, Ireland. Okay. So red hair occurs in one to two percent of the population. In Ireland, ten percent of people have red is, hair. Is Ireland? Yes. Oh, However, Edinburgh, 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 Scotland. In, Edinburgh. in my hometown of Guelph, we would say Edinburgh. <laughs> um, there's a street called that. Uh, so six percent of people in Scotland have red hair, which is less than Ireland. But Edinburgh is considered the redhead carrier capital of the world. Oh my god! So I guess that doesn't mean that as many people have red hair, but so many people have at least <laughs> like the a recessive there's a the there's some recessive <laughs> lowercase r punished squares going on in that edinburgh and ireland so going on that gene then why don't you yeah talk about how this study is about pain and okay, why it's so, like related to the same gene which is weird so as i said so the m 
It's so funny. It's like MC1R gene. Again, it's, it's a receptor. It's called the red hair gene. It's the, the redhead gene. It's the receptor on your melanocytes. It's what makes your um, skin super fair, hair red. So that specific gene and that specific protein also does other things. And it secretes POMC, which is propiomelanocortin. But when you have the MC1R redhead gene, you produce way less POMC. So POMC is a protein that is then cut up to create specific hormones in your body. And those hormones that it secretes are in charge of pain perception. So okay. it's like you have lower POMC because of the exact same reason why you have red hair and have okay. fair skin. Which makes you have what? Less pain receptors? Is that so what you, said? you have, yeah, you have, it's essentially you, overall you have an increased, uh, uh, like an, it, it's confusing because it, it, it affects like all biochemistry, when you go through cellular biology processes, they're very complicated. Mm -hmm. But when it, there's opi it really affects opioid receptors and it, and the, what they are able to do back to mice is they're able to genetically modify mice to have a similar like MC1R gene and then test the pain tolerance in mice and they have such a higher pain tolerance. Mm -hmm. So there's like, that's sort of like the connection where you like use genetic modification in mice of this literal thing that like I have and they have increased pain tolerance. I'm scared to find out how they find that out. Oh, well, oh, oh God, it's like disturbing, but we're going to make our Lab Rats um, movie and it'll be fun. <laughs> what, like a Disney Lab Rats movie? We, already and, ta we talked about that. No, I know, but it's also like, well, I don't want to hide the truth. No, there's going to be an amazing, like disturbing part of the movie. Well, they're like, like ah, it'll be for adults. It'll be adult swim. Oh but it's like, there's going to be a rat that can't feel pain that like constantly gets run over by like trains. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's oh the one God. that was being literally tested. It's actually a really good idea. I think it's a good idea too. Someone else write it. Uh, <laughs> but it affects opioid receptors. And when you're asking about why is this research valuable? So what they think is that because it, is, it essentially decreases overall pain tolerance, but they actually think increases some opioid receptor activity. They think doctors should prescribe less opioids and less like concentration of opioids to redheads because there's not a need for the same type of concentration of opioids when doing pain relief. And it might create more of an addiction more easily. Like so this is where I think sort of not the controversy, but the sort of, uh, different research says different things like I, in general I, I have read that but i did see some things that say redheads need more anesthesia which I okay guess is not so this is the other thing is like okay, but they so also so sorry i was just gonna say like i also read the redheads generally or at least some studies have shown they have greater sensitivity thermal? to thermal pain okay so that's what i'm saying is that the lower forms so it's like either more or less that's what i'm like okay so that's what i was trying to get it's like when it comes to this POMC protein that we have less of. It is the pre-proteins, one way to think of it, it gets cut up for very specific um, pro other proteins that decrease what they say is overall pain tolerance, but then it also messes with some opioid and pain receptors when it comes to thermal, like heat and cold. And they, they see that redheads are more sensitive to cold and heat. Which but that like, doesn't seem true for you. Well, heat it does. Maybe when, <laughs> so maybe when it comes. But the, to but like, that's because like I also I, I also like do weird things because I'm obsessed with novelty. So I put myself in extreme cold and extreme heat for for my own mental health. Like you know what I mean. Like you can still also change your like proprioception by 
doing stimulus. Yeah, that's the other weird part is that like in pain research, there is no objective way to measure pain other than subjective And then reports. like asking. I know. When so, I, I mean, the- it's, I'm a curious how they test it in mice. I guess obviously it's like based on shocks and some mice yeah. might be able to like withstand like a different degree of shock. But that still could just be like a mouse that's like badass that day. <laughs> Maybe. I'm sure on the whole though, they're <laughs> averaging it out. But in humans, it's interesting that. I don't know. It's just like pain is subjective in the I know. first place. I found those thermal redhead versus brown haired studies like not that great. Like I read them and I was like, yeah, like I don't know. Like the reason this MC1R thing is interesting is because it's like they really show the pathway. It's in mice so they can be more extreme. But you're right. It was all about the the thermal one was asking people how they feel about pain mm-hmm. and cold whether they have red hair or brown hair like which is the only way you can do it yeah it is in humans unless you know we end up in some horrible because even <laughs> if you showed that someone's like neurons were firing more and they were like no i don't feel pain then you'd yeah, have to like, okay, okay well i guess <laughs> that's the only way we yeah. can choose if those signals are resulting in pain there's also another protein mc4r which increases because of decreased pon i hope everyone has memorized all yeah these. you better have there's a quiz at the end of this <laughs> But essentially, it, cre- it creates overall pain tolerance, but not thermal pain tolerance. And that's another thing that is affected by the same genes in redheads. So it's like, it's just kind of interesting as someone who has red hair, who like genuinely walks around in life and is like, I'm bleeding. Or like, I, <laughs> like, or like my friends are like, there? didn't that hurt? And I'm like, wait, what? And I like <laughs> pretend that I'm hurt, that I'm reading studies about how my biochemistry is making like maybe me it adds like up, yeah. not feel pain. So... Tis a freak. So, and you sunburn pretty easily, right? Yeah. So like, I, I always wear sunscreen and I still, like, I always wear sunscreen. No, but I mean, like, I, if I don't you wear sunscreen. You don't always, and I get mad at you. Okay. I do no, always. No, okay. Sometimes I, I can tell you're always. trying to get a little bit more of a tan, and you'll, like, you would never go to the beach without sunscreen, but sometimes you'll be in our backyard and you definitely don't have sunscreen on. I can tell you're, like, trying to yeah, hit the sun. Yeah, three minutes. I'll give you three minutes. Exactly. You don't know. I, I now put sunscreen on my face right in the morning in case I even walk to the store. Yeah, see, if I had your <laughs> complexion, I think I would definitely just be like roasting. No, because myself it's not good for you. No, I know. But it you... is important that you ex- get exposed to the sun. Yeah. That is another thing. Um, this, uh, you know, hi- hypothetically, or the theory is that it evolved as an advantage to produce vitamin D in low light conditions. Oh, like so why? Like, like people the more are north you go is the lighter and more fair skin goes. And there's an advantage to vitamin D creation in those conditions for people. But then you have a higher risk of skin cancer. Yeah. And then you're wrinkly and white and ugly. <laughs> well, maybe not if you stay in those conditions. Not right? if but Botox now there's like yourself. white people in Australia. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, girl, have fun. Back to like We always drag Australians in this podcast. Uh, hey, everyone well, Australia, also white people you're in, in the wrong Florida. place. It's like, there's a lot of white you people too. in the wrong Let's places. drag Florida and Australia. That's both um, places that we're like, white people you gotta go <laughs> i read that it predicts it's like fair skin it's predicted to prevent rickets in northern regions and it allows oh. the body to retain heat better which i found confusing because i always thought like paler skin actually reflects more sunlight but maybe when it comes to heat it's different i don't know that's so interesting yeah yeah um and another cool little fact is like it's not a positively selected trait it's rather a lack of a negatively selected trait. So, for Wait, example, are you talking about red hair or being white? Red hair. Oh, the same. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that's not true. No, They're, it's not true, but it's like, 
Oh yeah, it's they're not true. very linked, but they yeah. are all all through different cultures, whether that's yeah. through Asia or Africa or South America. There are like the recessive red gene can be like a black person with red hair or an East Asian person with black hair. Like it's not just associated yeah, with right. like a white person. That's but true. in general, in terms of where it's most predominant, <laughs> is like northern pale in the skins. representation of Anne of Green Gables. Yes, <laughs> but they were just saying like in Africa, for example, it's negatively selected against because if you're pale you'll get burned and yeah so as a result there's a negative pressure but in the north it's the lack of the negative pressure that makes it more prominent gotcha. often traits are are the result of a positive pressure towards yeah it's, being an advantage. I see. it's not a positive thing yeah i mean that was something i read obviously there is a positive pressure towards it absorbing more vitamin d no perhaps, but i know what but, you mean it's like the negative feedback loop and the positive feedback loop like you they're yeah, it's just like not, there's no forcing this gene to go away. Whereas like in a really sunny, hot place, there is a pressure to get rid of it. And when, you, le- it, when you learn scientific pathways, sometimes a positive feedback loop is just not a negative pathway. Do oh, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like yeah. a confusing thing where yes, you're like. where positive can mean negative sometimes. Yeah, it can mean just not <laughs> negative. Yeah, the words so, positive yeah. and negative are weird. Yeah, in one of my videos recently, I said it the wrong way. Not thinking about it, I said, and that's a negative feedback loop. Because I was talking about actually the oceans video about like the ocean getting hotter and hotter and hotter because as we the earth heats up like the motions can't mix as much and can't absorb as much carbon dioxide so it gets hotter and i called it a negative feedback loop but it's a positive it's feedback a positive loop, loop that is bad. It's actually yeah, yeah exactly that's so interesting. i think in my mind i just wasn't thinking yeah. about it sorry well if you were to say it colloquially to someone you would say that's a negative i've literally loop. never heard you say that word i love that word but it has never come out of your mouth before colloquially <laughs> yeah Okay, he just poked me. I didn't feel it <laughs> though. Poked you in the tit. If I poked in your blue tits, if I, if I my blue tits, if I poked Mitch the way he just poked me, he goes, oh, oh, that's true. That th- actually, this this I'm podcast sorry. would be off. He'd be taking a minute in bed. I, you know, a minute, I'd be like, I'm taking the rest of the day off because my ribs broke. And then literally, I'm like, I didn't even feel the poke. <laughs> um, I also felt the need to tell you. In Anne of Green Gables, which I know you love. I love the musical Anne. And it is it is colloquially known as oh Anne. Oh, my God. We do not say of Green Gables. Why? When, because it's a musical. It's a different intellectual property. And oh, is it, it is, really? It is, no, I thought it's a book. If you, I'm saying I've never read the books. <laughs> okay, but This dumbass has only seen the musical. And if you go to PEI, you must see it with masks on <laughs> if it's COVID open. Uh, just culturally, I was going to say in that they are said to have tempers and sharp tongues, redheads. And then the catcher <laughs> in the rye, there's also like alludes to stereotypes of redheads getting mad easily. I was just thinking it's <laughs> a cultural. And I mean, I asked about how you felt as a semi-strawberry blonde redhead through your life because there has been a lot of prejudice towards red people all through history. Some cultures revere it though. Like there are gods in the Egyptian <laughs> culture that have red hair, oh, but... God. I love Sometimes it's being that. associated in cultures like with being a witch or a werewolf or a vampire. <laughs> and, well, I yeah. just hope we're past those cultures. I haven't had to deal with much redhead grief in my life. No, Although, but you still, the internet culture, at yeah. least like seven years ago, I felt was like really mean to redheads. I do remember when I was teaching about recessive genes, I was like, obviously using red hair as an example and there was like a little british kid in the class with red hair and like 
everyone was just like, that's why you're a heist freak. Like everyone's like, <laughs> I felt really bad because I kind of like put a spotlight on him. Right. But it was by re- talking about it. Yeah, yeah. But it was really interesting because he was like a really big bully and a uh, really big like so issue like in okay. the clash. <laughs> and he, I've never, no, I've never seen him so quiet and cheapest as like oh everyone bullied God. him. And I was like, did I just like set up a scenario to bully? <laughs> and I was like, I read here too. Like I'm a freak too. And then everyone's like, yeah, a freak. He's a freak. And I'm like, I don't know if he's ready to like <laughs> have the confidence help. to yeah. like have that joke be said. <laughs> oh, I've never like you've sort of talked about this before but i've never really thought about what it would feel like to be a teacher and see a bully get their comeuppance oh it was i well i remember it my neurons are (laughs) fully remember this like it it was actually a moment where you're like and then you probably are like at the end of the day you're like but they're still a kid yeah it was a really cute moment where you see them as an actual human because prior to that i was like you are such a little redhead shit freak (laughs) oh my god you can only say that because you have red hair also apparently (laughs) judas in some uh in in spain and italy was pictured with red hair oh my god okay so i think it's like i've been born in the right time for red hair like the prejudice is not real but it's like back in the day they'd be like he's a wedge and like burn me. yeah yeah you would have been a vampire <laughs> i would have been like i'm gay and have red hair they'd be like burn him immediately <laughs> with a faggot a pile of burning sticks okay and we're censored <laughs> every time we say that word our youtube videos get like decent demonetized are you serious if yeah. i say faggot it knows that you is say it one wild time. youtube Grow the fuck up, you okay? Like a spittle in your beard. And you're in your red beard. <laughs> I like... always have spittle, and I also just pick my nose twice in this video. So if you're if you're on the podcast only and not on YouTube, you're missing out picking of my nose. Yes, but if you are only on the YouTube, we got to figure this out. If you're only on YouTube, you're missing the first half of the podcast. Yeah, true. But that's so it's fine. like everyone gets a little bit of something special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> I'll show my I'll show my nipple right now. For oh YouTube. my god, little red hair coming out of my nipples. <laughs> well, anything else about redheads? Okay, do you remember the MIA music video where, like, she gunned down a bunch of redheads? Yes, you do. Oh, now I do. It was incredible. No, I do. I just was like, of course you're going to bring up an MIA music video. Like, as if I remember, but that one did stand out. It was really interesting, and I think it was kind of alluding to, like, how much more graphic it was to watch, like, quote-unquote, white kids get killed. And, like, she was trying to say, like, if these were brown kids, like, would people care Mm -hmm. less? Like such a fascinating concept yeah. but the red hair thing to me was interesting and i remember and for when like I an arbitrary that. trait is kind of yeah. like the commentary yeah. like all that connects these people is this like one thing but they're probably all different in every other way and justice for mia always i well, don't know isn't she an anti-vaxxer um i think there's like some controversy sure. around that but true i'm like but also we like, like literally started this podcast being yeah like anti-vaxxers. that's so funny i have to really figure out who i like and who i don't like i hate this pandemic <laughs> you know what i mean i'm just like oh god like they're everywhere these yeah. anti-vaxxers are everywhere i bet they're actually not they are oh. but it's like when you look at the stats it's like that's true they're you know not. almost 90 percent of our province has their first vaccine okay you i know what no? i mean what's weird what when you don't get the second <laughs> well some people My have girl. a bad experience and then they get afraid oh. and <laughs> and i think maybe what happened for some people is then the cases went so down then they were maybe like i don't want to do it but now as things are changing they'll probably get their second it's just watch our video what happens to your body when you get the vaccine and get the second one because honestly it's like you need the second one yeah. <laughs> like it is exhausting you've already done you're not like any conspiracy theory or thing you're worried and about. typically if you had a bad reaction off the first one you probably have won off the second exactly that means your it, body like already i was like it means you might have already been exposed to it i was because so mad you usually have the thing especially with the mRNA vaccines like on your second one because your body now has built up a system so when you get it the second time your body inflames 
But if you got it off the first one, then it's almost as though like maybe you were exposed already. I was so mad when I didn't feel anything after the first one. I was like, oh, God damn it. Didn't work. You know what I, I mean? Know. And then yeah, second, me when, I, when I felt it I finally, like, I was like, hell But yeah, I instantly baby. was like, no, I don't want to feel sick. <laughs> oh, I loved lasted. it. Because that made me be like, did I? Did they give me sugar water? Yeah, like I was just like, hello. <laughs> like I was just happy to know that like it was in me. Oh, when but are yeah, no. ever going to be able to end? Stop talking about this. Pandemic. pandemic i know i tried so hard i'm like let's just do an episode about redheads because we're freaks <laughs> but like okay we're not freaks it is no. a recessive gene yeah, stop saying that and i feel um, like you can only half say that because you're not like a full yeah, redhead that it's actually maybe like, a little problematic was i like I, you might not hear from us i might this no, might be the last are. episode we your were beard canceled. and your bush girl you're a redhead yeah my bush is red <laughs> my bush is really red yeah it's like which curly. is very interesting <laughs> no what my best friend growing up had red hair both his parents had brown and black hair. Interesting. That means they were both heterozygotes because mm-hmm. he and he was only had a quarter chance of getting that red hair and he mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. But when my mom would like push us around in strollers, there'd be this like kid with fiery red hair. And then me who didn't have a beard at the time and my hair was just like not nearly as red. And they'd all be like, oh my God, and your kid's so cute. And like, <laughs> and like, and then she'd be like, mine's actually That's that other mine. kid because my mom has red hair. <laughs> but it was interesting because it was like you, I, my like, best friend had two parents with black hair and he right, was such no a redhead it was like yeah. a moment i remember like early understanding genetics and like the punnett square thing like almost right. before i was talking my parents were being like this is why that happened like right. you like you're like he looks more like my kid than you do oh my gosh I still, and the other day I just had this whole realization, this is the last thing I'm going to say, has nothing to do with this podcast, but Punnett squares. I, so often I'm like, how does 0. 0.5 times 0. 0.5 make 0. 0.25? It sometimes blows my mind. Like Wait, how, what? How a fraction, you know when you multiply by fractions, the number gets smaller. 0. 0.5 times 0. 0.5 is 2.5? Right. No, 0. 0.25. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes You sense. know that, I oh, know yeah. that. But I always have this problem <laughs> where I'm like, until I picture it as like, you're saying what is half of half? Of course, yeah. it's 0.25. But whenever I see like oh. one over two times one over like a half 0.5 point, 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 times 0.5, I just am like expecting it. it like to be it better. has to be addition. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I literally thought you were trying to tell 2. me 5. that 0.5 <laughs> times 0.5 was 2.5, and I was like, not only am I an idiot, but like, yeah, like the laws of nature have just fallen apart, and I missed grade six or something. <laughs> God. No, just for some reason that stood out to me the other day when I was like, I do know the answer to this, but it feels unintuitive a lot of times when you multiply by fractions. Also, I miss Punnett squares. Like we should just do Go back them. to school. Yeah, like they're fun to do. They're just like yeah. a little chart to figure out weird genetic things. Okay, so fun. let's do it like let's play a little Punnett square game. So if you if two parents okay, I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. If two parents have red hair. Yeah. What color are their kids' hair going to be? Red. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Now I'm like, no wonder Ireland and Edinburgh. Unless there's some other factors that we're not considering, and it's a gene that's controlled by maybe more oh, okay. trait. But but it but, seems as but though like, it's primarily in general, you're gonna have a bunch of little redhead kids, and if one has brown yeah. hair, you're gonna be like, wow, life's complex. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I read that. Um, you know, there's some claims. This is my last. I'm actually gonna stop talking about it. This is, relates to the episode. There are some claims that people have made, scientists even, that say like redheads will go extinct one day. (laughs) Um, But it's not true. Most scientists refute this. And even though a small percentage of the population is redhead, a much larger percentage actually is recessive genes carried around. Yeah. And like, and I think it's like estimated that potentially 30% of people carry this recessive gene. And Ireland and Edinburgh is going to keep this shit alive for years. (laughs) And you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. And like there's, there's, there's recessive R's all over Toronto. If I make a baby with one of them women, 
There's one a lot of women. <laughs> I love There's how you can't even baby. say that properly. If I make a baby with one of them women. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm going to make babies with women all I want. <laughs> okay. I said the way you said it didn't sound English. You sounded oh. you, you turned into a gay man. You're like, and if I make baby one of them women. <laughs> <laughs> um, truly, Ireland must be just a bunch of Weasleys running around. Oh, know? that's so cute. They're the cutest little family. I love the Weasleys. And both the parents have red hair. Is that why they all have red hair? Yeah. <laughs> that was when we should have. But does known. Ginny like she's not it's a little dark. It's not like uh Ginny has red hair. Are you No, I know blind? she does, but Ron's hair in the movies seems the most red to me. Right? Wait, Ginny's I can't It's a little bit I always browner. can't get out of my head the dang memory of like reading the Did books. Did you know Greg has still not finished the books? I, re- I left the last chapter yeah. in order to never have them end. Oh, I guess her hair is more red. Which like is so is annoying because I found out what the last chapter is. And I was like, are you serious? Well, if I you watched the some movies. dumb flash yeah, forward. It's not that interesting or good. And, I was I mean, canceled. panicking <laughs> when those... I was absolutely panicking when those books Branding. were ending. Like, I remember... Like, I couldn't even read the final chapters because I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, it's ending. And it's like, it's all like white light. Like in my head, it's like everything was like, no, like what yeah, happened? Yeah, the scene where they It's yeah. all white. And I remember being like, I'm going to faint. I'm going to faint. And I remember just thinking like, so sad. It was like loss of innocence, like my childhood's ending. And I was just like, set, I don't know, 16, 17, like going off to university. I was like, I, I don't even know. I was just like, I can't, I can't finish this book. I can't finish this book. It's too much. Maybe that's why you kept your childlike spirit. You never finished Harry Potter. Oh my god! And if you had, you would have not been a kid anymore. Or maybe it's because I'm a freak nature can't feel pain with red hair. Oh my god! No, we need to do a, a podcast about what it. We had so much to talk it about it. We finally watched it, the first movie. one. The save it. We're gonna no. It's not the first one. 2017. You know what? It I came out in like the 80s. No, I know. I'm just saying, like the the one, the first of the two new ones. Okay, yeah. It, people hate the one. second one. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. That's is that clown another redhead? Day. <laughs> he is. Well, I mean, yeah. He is. <laughs> but it's like, free. is that a wig? We don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. And Stop showing your nips. <laughs> make sure you subscribe. Feel free to share these podcasts. Just press little three little dots and share it with your friends and family. That's a great yeah, thing. For the give a little review. And there's going to be weird podcasts coming up. For example, one on it. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. It's so freaking good. Okay. Bye. bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.